Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friends, Anna Grace and Bailey, and they are going to talk to us a little bit about their twirling journeys and being crimsonettes. So if y'all want to tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hey, my name is Anna Grace Baker and I'm from Chilton County, Alabama. I am 20 and I'm currently a sophomore crimsonette. I'm a nursing major. I just started in January, so I'm in the first semester of that. And um, I have three siblings. I have two older brothers and then a sister that's the same age as me. We adopted her when we were 12, so that's fun. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I'm Bailey Fincher. I'm from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm also a sophomore crimsonette and go to UA, and I am a biology major with psychology minor on the pre-med track. I want to go to med school, be a dermatologist. That'll be fun. And then I have two siblings also. I have a younger brother and sister. Yeah, that's so fun. Y'all are both on the medical track. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so talk about talk about your twirling journey. You know, where did you start? I'm a dancer, so I don't know what that process looks like. So talk to us what, like we're like five-year-olds and kind of walk us through, you know, how you got into it and what that's looked like up until now. I think our journey started very similar. We both mm-hmm. have coaches in our hometown. So I'm from Tuscaloosa, you know, and she's from Chilton County. So that we have coaches that have been training us. I started twirling that was like three, four. I started when I was four. Yeah. And so, you know, just started taking with our coaches and and starting from really young. And I think both of us always knew we wanted to be Crimsonettes. Like being from Tuscaloosa, being out of the fans, it's like always been the big goal. So I just think it's always been working up to being a Crimsonette from being in a high school line and then trying out our senior year Mm -hmm. of high school. Yeah. I was on our high school line for when I was freshman up until I was a senior. So Okay, super cool. So I don't know if this is different in Alabama, but I'm from Texas and I do pageants and my teen, um, she was a twirler and she was like the feature twirler. So that's all I'm familiar with. But y'all said that you guys had teams. Is that common in Alabama? Mm-hmm. Which we're a little bit different. So mm-hmm. um, where I twirled out in high school, we had my freshman year, we had a line of 10 and then we went from seven and then we had seven my sophomore and junior year. And then we had just six my senior year. So mm-hmm. ours started with a nine and sort of dwindled down. But then like separately, we also twirled outside of high school. Mm-hmm. So I stayed mainly like dance competition stage. So I brought my solos and just performed a dance competition in a separate category. And so that's where I competed. And then her competition looked a little bit different. Yeah, so we competed, like, locally and, like, with the state titles and stuff, so we would travel all over. We used to do the Miss Major of Alabama, Mississippi. Um, We've traveled to Florida a few times to do theirs, so I won Miss Major of Alabama twice, and then I was a reigning Miss Major of the South one time, so that's super fun. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how different our experiences are. Uh But hers is probably a lot more similar to your friend that's a feature twirler. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. you know, the style of twirling is very different. I'm more dance based, and she's more trick based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. Yeah, she always explains like how she got into pageants, as and she kind of relates it back to you know twirling because a lot of times I feel like girls' competitions are so similar to pageants because mm-hmm. I mean, she always has an evening gown portion and she always has an interview, which I just think is so funny because it's like okay, that's like three of the four, mm-hmm. and really it's all four because I mean fitness is part of being a good twirler, so. I love that. Um, but talk about what your prep looked like. You said that you you guys both wanted to be Crimsonette since you were little, but talk about specifically in the year that you were leading up to auditions, what your prep looked like for Crimsonettes. 
So I started um, back in November and tryouts were in that fall in April. So um, technically we would just go to high school during the day. And then when you got out, you went straight to practice. And I mean, you would practice three or four hours in the afternoon. And by the time you went home, you ate dinner, did your homework, and then you went to bed and then you do it all again the next day. So it's basically your life for the next five months, but it's so rewarding afterwards. Mm -hmm. Which we're preparing for auditions on more than just a normal solo. So we have our solo that you see her doing like her talent routine. But for our auditions, we also have an interview. We have to sit down with our judges and do an interview and then dance technique a dance routine that we have to learn in two weeks prior to tryouts. And then the morning of like the big day where they announce the team, we do um, a pickup routine with a baton Mm -hmm. and then we do our solo twice. So there's all these areas of tryouts that we're still preparing for. The solo is definitely the big undertaking because it's Mm -hmm. so much into it and it's all by yourself. So you're trying to show you, you know, the best parts of you. (laughs) And so, but there's all the different things you have to prepare for, especially freshman year. It's the hardest, I think. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. That makes sense. Um, And y'all already kind of talked about this a little bit. And I know y'all are both from Alabama and you talked about wanting to be Crimsonettes since you were little, but talk about why specifically you chose Crimsonettes over, you know, another college team. Yeah, I think um, I, since I grew up in Tuscaloosa, Crimsonettes have been a part of my life in more than just the Alabama football games. And so they would come to our elementary schools and read us stories or come to field day and stuff like that. And so I know it always made my day growing up. And so that's something I knew I wanted to do. And once I finally get got old enough to understand the impact that the Crimson Nets have on the community, more than just on the field, it was something I knew I really wanted to pursue. It's more than just a pretty costume and getting your hair done, your makeup done. It's it's a whole undertaking of, of helping your community. So it's it's a really great program. I think I'm pretty much the same. My coach was a former Crimson Net. And so just growing up with her and like seeing all the things that she got to do and like where she got to go and travel for games. And she would always tell us stories. I'm like, man, I really want to do that. And so being able to do that now, it's it's like a full circle moment. I love that. I love that. And talk a little bit about, you know, the most difficult part about being collegiate twirlers. You know, it's always, it's probably different from whenever you guys twirled in high school. So what is the most difficult part? I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but um, time management is really hard. It's a big one. So coming from high school, like prepping for tryouts to freshman year, you just go to school, you can just hang out. It's not really hard. <laughs> go to practice, you know, not anything crazy. Then you get to college and you're preparing for your career or graduate school. And mm-hmm. so these grades really matter. These classes really matter. And it the, the load is so much more. And then on top of that, in the fall, you're all full football. And then in the spring, you're like back to getting ready for tryouts all over again. And so it never really stops. And then the workload is so much harder, especially, I think, for being in nursing school Mm -hmm. and being on the pre-med track. It's like it's it's so it's so much. But she's finally Mm -hmm. getting nursing school. So she's getting a bigger taste of it now. Um, It's definitely been a tough couple of weeks trying to figure out your class schedule and when you need to have time to go and practice and when you have time to study and that kind of thing. But I think the biggest thing for me was in high school, it's all like fun and games and then come into like a collegiate line where they actually like, okay, here's what we're doing for the day. And like, we can't, I mean, of course we have fun while doing it, but it's, it's more of like a, Hey, we need to get down to business. Let's do this. 
And so it's it's a lot more physically demanding, I think. I think we can all mm-hmm. speak for that. So, I mean, during like our boot camp season, we do two and a half weeks and we're like, what is it, eight o'clock in the morning until like nine o'clock mm-hmm. at night? We do three a day. Three a day. Like we do three sessions a day. So mm-hmm. that was like the biggest undertaking for me was like the physical demand of my body and like what we were doing. Then of course, once we got into school, the school load was, that was a tough thing to learn too. It's definitely a big change from high school to college. Big learning curve. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then on the flip side, talk about your favorite thing about being a collegiate twirler. Um, I think for me, it would have to be like seeing all the little kids on game day and they run up to you and they want to take pictures and do all the things. And this past season, we had two little girls show up in matching outfits like ours. And that was the cutest thing I've ever seen. They just like run up. They want to take pictures. They want to hold your baton and like all of that. And for me growing up with my coach and looking up to that, it's really crazy that we get to be that person for those kids like the older girls that used to be here that was for us so Mm -hmm. Hmm. being yeah being the role model that you once looked up to you know it's like being on the whole other side of the situation is kind of crazy but honestly that's the most rewarding part I mean of course twirling in bright denny there is no feeling like it like you can't beat it so I mean that's amazing but I think just being able to be a person that people of all ages and from everywhere can look up to is, is really cool. The twirling in Bright Denny this past LSU game, I know we, it was a night game. And so that was the first time we've ever done like pregame underneath the lights and stuff. And I just remember standing there and I look over and every single one of us were like crying <laughs> because that was the first time that it ever happened. And I mean, being a sophomore, of course, we've had games and stuff like that. But that was really like the first time that we had ever experienced like a night game like that. And I don't know, it was just something about it. And we're all like crying and, you know, trying not to because we're on the on the cameras and everything. But that was that was a real. It's just like surreal. Yes. Because you look down there up in your seat, watching the Crimson Nets down there. And you're like, man, I feel the energy in my seat. Then you're on the field doing what you have been dreaming to do forever, wearing the costume you've been picturing in your head for years. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I just, I'm going to get chills talking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a feeling like no other. Yeah. I bet that is a little overstimulating. I love <laughs> that you're like, we were literally crying. <laughs> so we were like, I feel like most people that were on the home sound line, we're just like looking at each other. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. Like we're actually to this point, you know, working up towards tryouts and everything. You're like, it's never going to never gonna like the work's never gonna end or whatever and just getting to that point it's like you've actually made it Mm -hmm. that's your you made it moment Mm -hmm. absolutely I love that and then you know I'm, I'm a dancer and so after college you know you kind of you go into the professional world so that's NBA NFL all the things but what are y'all's future twirling goals yeah so I don't really have any goals right now, or like I have goals, but I don't really have any plans outside of Crimson right now. Um, I do have a, like my coach back home. She has a studio. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to go back home and work with her some. And like, of course, I have a few girls that twirl at the same studio that I do that they're planning to try out for Crimson. So by the time I graduate, it'll be their time to shine. So hopefully I can help them in their process to making the team. So mm-hmm. that'll be cool. I just, I'm going to sort of let, God like my path because I mean going into hopefully med school and all that like the workload for that is kind of crazy and so the next four years after college 
I'm going to really need to focus on that so that I can get to where I need to be. And then if an opportunity comes up, of course, I would like to take it. I mean, I help coach high school girls now and help them get ready for trials for high school. Um, so maybe, maybe that'll happen again. We'll see just, you know, whatever the opportunity arises, we'll see. Keeping it open. I love it. I love it. And you mentioned that you have a friend that's also going to be trying out for Crimsonettes. So for our final question, if you could give one piece of advice to a girl who is trying out for Crimsonettes next year, what would it be? Yeah, sure. Um, I think dedication, staying focused and not giving up. Um, I know a lot of people don't know this about me, but I tried out during COVID my first year and I was not selected my first year. And so like, there's a point where you're going, okay, I'm not going to do this again. It's so much work. Like, I'm just, I don't want to, but I think for me coming back and doing it all over again and not giving up made that moment a lot sweeter. Cause like hearing your name and you're like, oh my gosh, if I would have given up, this would have never happened. So I would say just keep the eye on the prize and just never give up. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I struggled with confidence my first year. I was really worried about what everybody was going to think of me. I was my, I was the only girl that twirled in my grade at my high school. So wow. of 300, 400 people, I was the only one that tried out. So I was going in there by myself. And so I was really scared, like coming back to school the next week, like what if it didn't work out the way I wanted it to and all that. So it was really, I was really, it was hard to build my confidence up. So that was something like work on your confidence and leave it at the door. So I put my faith in God. Like I'm, I'm big on that. I bring my Bible with me to tryouts, comes with me everywhere. In between all the things, I go read scripture. Like that is my thing. I worship music all the way. And I pray before I get on the floor for every event. And so I'm like, you know, I'm leaving it with God, my anxiety, all the everything, leaving it with him and just going on the floor, clean slate, doing the best that I can do. And the rest of it's up to God. And so I would say working on being able to not let the anxiety overpower you and just to have fun and enjoy the moment. Because especially freshman year, you have everything to gain and absolutely nothing to lose. I mean, yeah. putting yourself out there. And I know and pageants is, mm -hmm. is the same way. It's really hard to put yourself out there just to be judged by people you don't know. You're just doing the best you can and hope you have fun and it's experience and you just do the best you can and, and whatever happens, just be proud of yourself at the end of the day. I love it. That's some great wisdom. Oh, wait, go One ahead. Thing all used to tell each other or like this past trial when we were trying out for our sophomore year was if one of us was like down and out at practice when we all go twirl together it was crimson at confidence we would like scream it at each other whatever we had to do but and one of the girls that I worked with leading up to when I tried out my second year that's one thing she told me and she was like write it on your notebook that you use every day write it on your mirror whatever and I was like this girl is crazy like there is no way this is gonna work <laughs> And she was like, send me a picture of your mirror. Like, I have to see that you did it. And so I put it everywhere the week leading up to tryouts. And the difference that that made, just like whether or not you make the team or not, is having that confidence knowing that you went out there and you did it. You put yourself out there and just being proud of yourself, no matter what happens. That's the big thing, because it takes a lot to get out there and do that. So if you if you just go out there and do it, do your best. And that's all that anybody could ask of you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank y'all so much. That's great advice. And I so appreciate you guys coming on together. This is so fun. It's the first time I've had to see people on it once. 
So um, thank you all so much for kind of giving us a, an inside scoop on what it's like to be a Crimsonette and what it was like to prep for tryouts and a little bit of a behind the scenes of the twirling world. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Of course, of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.